Hello, everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them. And we also talk about the mysteries of the universe. This week, we have hero Gretchen Parlato. Gretchen is my sister Dina's childhood best friend and I think quite possibly maybe is my first ever hero. Gretchen has one of the most epic voices in the world, like Aretha Franklin or Ella Fitzgerald epic. She's the reason why I sing and I've admired her since I was a baby and it was so much fun to talk to her and tell her about how much I respect her and ask her all the questions I've been wondering about since I was a kid. She has new music coming out later this year so go check it out at her website. I'll link that info in show notes. And now, please, welcome to your head and heart, Gretchen Parlato. Hi. Okay. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to talk to you. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, thank you for being here. Um, so happy to be here. <laughs> on the Actually, this morning when I was walking, Dina called me, and so I got to see her uh, and Sandy which doesn't usually happen in the morning. And I, in the morning, I try and like formulate, what am I going to talk to this person about? Like, uh, and I realized that um, you were probably my first outside of family hero. Like you might be my first hero. Um, That's crazy. (laughs) Well, it's true. And I might embarrass you a little bit, like for the next couple of minutes or maybe the whole time, but I do. I hope that's okay. Uh, But I do want to say is that um, uh, I guess how old's Marley? Marley is he's eight, but he's nine in a month. So oh, happy birthday. Okay, well, his age is sort of my perspective on you, I guess, is this everybody. This is Gretchen, uh, my first hero um, (laughs) and uh, my sister's uh, childhood best friend. And I think, and the reason why I sing and am a singer, um, and I guess there's so many parts of that, but I realized like, oh, you are my first hero. Like the one thing um, the whole family agreed on and talked about was like, Gretchen has the best voice in the world. Um, And we didn't like, that was like a shared thing. And I, I was trying to think about it today, but I guess it's like, maybe we taped you're singing from the radio like or I guess we only listen to you kind of on cassette because <laughs> you know what I mean like uh well I mean we I've known you okay so Dina we met in first grade so you and you guys are five years apart yeah so I've basically known you your entire life so yes that's nuts but yeah I mean you probably heard us singing around you know in Dina's room and in the living room. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like it, like school shows or whatever, but I know then it was probably cassettes and CDs and yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's cute because when you talk about your family, I can, I have such a clear picture of your house and like, (laughs) of, of course your parents and like every single, every little detail of every room in your, in your house inside and outside forever it's just yeah well it's (laughs) yeah and you guys were like the cool older you know sisters that were like and Dina's room is obviously so much cooler than (laughs) anybody's room but it was like the cool room with the cool kids Uh, yeah and it's just like also going to your guys's school when 
I was in kindergarten, like the cred you get for knowing like older people at school is like pretty big stuff. Um, I have an older sister too. And so I, to- I totally get that, especially when you're that young. It's like, oh yeah, the cool Yeah, kid. Heather. Yeah, Heather. And you share birthday. We have the same birthday, which is so weird. But yeah, it's like, I guess I don't, I think just like a, I think I've told you this over the years, but just to tell you like the exact trajectory is I feel like, and I could, you know, like a Marley's age memory. So I don't know all the facts, but I feel like you, I think you were on the radio. I think your dad was playing bass and you recorded Cherokee Maiden. I feel like, do you remember that? Oh, wow. Yeah. So this would have been, um, this would have been like, so my dad at that time, he lived in New Mexico and he would, I'd come to, I'd go visit him and do like a radio show and we would play duets. So you probably heard, yeah, you totally heard (laughs) that. And that's like, yeah, sometime in the nineties, but yeah, yeah, it was like one, one of the first, like jazz standards that I learned from my teacher from Tierney Sutton and so I think that 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 we say that I sang and he played bass that's crazy because that that recording I think is like um I mean I listened to a thousand times like and you're like solo or part at the end like I know every single little tiny bit of that yeah (laughs) and I ripped you off once like uh I tried to, but it didn't exactly work. But so that that song and that recording, which I think is something I want to talk about with you, which is so weird, is that like this chance moment of recording something from the radio that like changes a whole person's life is so strange. But it really like, yeah, that's like in my head all the time. It's so weird. It's your version of that. And then also is you did. I don't remember when or what, but you did Bye Bye Blackbird. Okay. And that like beyond reality is like so in my mind, just like, you know, when you I think something people don't maybe know about the jazz world, um, which I don't know too much about, but I I went to school for it because of you. And like uh, there's just these standards and everyone sings them um, and whatever version maybe you hear first or whatever it is, is the one you attribute to that. But you're you're those songs for me and it's so crazy because I've heard them like hundreds of different ways you know over the years but uh yeah is that so the bye bye blackbird wherever you sing that is like because you went to Loxa I was like I want to go to Loxa so I tried out but I like uh did not get in uh and and rightfully so I'm I'm like wasn't uh up to the task of singing out loud until way later but it's just so funny that like just to try and go back because people like when did you start singing or how'd you start and I'm like I know exactly how and it's from these tapes of you and that's and what's crazy is it wasn't like that was a a recording that was public like you recorded that yourself (laughs) yeah it's such a cool like 80s I guess 90s thing to do like hit record and have the whole thing set up and then yeah bye bye blackboard I don't even know if that was on a that was live too it wasn't like on a I didn't release that or anything so that's very cool to have these like 
bootleg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I maybe owe you some money. <laughs> no, no, that's totally the way it, that it is. And yeah, that's crazy. Like how much the five year difference would have made a, a huge impact. I can just imagine like being. Wait, so lock, so lock, trying out for locks. That's high school. So then, when did you really, really like sing? Yeah, so I went to uh, college for a couple of years uh, at Hunter in New York, and mm. uh, I went for jazz music, which is funny. And I still like I would just ditch every time I had to sing. Um, and then like I joined a band without ever singing, and I was just like, "You have to do it. You have to do it." And then I was just like, I think at like nineteen or something was like the first time I actually like any words could come out of my (laughs) mouth you know like it was just I just had terrible terrible it would just like shut and it would be like I could only like it would be like just from my throat could kind of like get a little bit of air out it was so weird but But right like you probably when you did you sing like by yourself and know that you could sing Yeah. Yeah. I did the same thing you guys did where it's like, I would always like make my friends sing harmonies with me. Like, you know, (laughs) just, we would always sing, but there was something about, I just couldn't do it in front of people, but I guess I really never got to talk to you. Like, cause it was just like, you know, like too cool to ask questions, but like, how did you get started singing? (laughs) I know that's, it's funny, right? We know each other for so long, but didn't like sit down and have these deep convos. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was, for me, it was, it was like my parents were our musicians and their parents and just aunts and uncles. So it was kind of just this like musical artistic family. So I was kind of born, born into it and knowing just hearing music all the time at like family gatherings and, and, um, you know, I, I share, I always say this when I'm asked, like it wasn't, it was something that was like, um, appreciated and valued, like to be an, an artist and it was, yeah. you know, a lot of people have there, it's tricky. They have, might have family that doesn't think that that's like a valid career, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was really, for me, it was like, no, this is just, yeah, find your passion. And that's as an artist, that's what you're, what you do. Um, but it was, yeah, I mean, we went to, well, you went to Oakwood too, right? Yeah. So at Oakwood, you know, back in the eighties, it was, um, there was so much art in our, um, curriculum. So I feel like that was a huge part of it. I, I, I have like really nice dreams all the time about being about elementary school. I just loved the friendships and the feeling of the campus and like, and, and the art, just having like really great art teachers and art classes all the time. So I think that had a lot to do with it. It was like, oh, everybody sings in the choir and everybody, you know, yeah, yeah. no matter what you, if you think you're good or not. And even doing plays, like the performances every year where the whole class would participate. It was just like, you didn't put yourself at a, at a level like, or like, like compete with anybody. It was just like, oh yeah, everybody just, this is just what we do. So I think yeah. that, um, and then it was like junior high, just public junior high doing the drama class. I thought I would take that. And the drama teacher <laughs> gave me this flyer for LOXA for the arts high school and was like, you should audition. And I wasn't sure to do drama. I called it drama theater yeah. or, <laughs> or yeah. music. And I, the, I joke about the, the, I looked at the requirements and as like a 
14, 15 year old, I was like, oh, it's easy. I don't know. I don't a monologue. No, like it's the theater requirements seem too hard for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I can just sing something. That seems I'll just do that. So I in my teenage head took like the easier path. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just did it. And that's definitely like <clears throat> snowballed into realizing, like, oh yeah, this is what I really want to do. And but it probably, you know, but at junior high, it started with like auditioning for like the school musical. They did Bye Bye Birdie. That's and- Dina <laughs> said to ask you about Bye Bye Birdie. But I was like, I think I'm just going to let her, you know, but that's funny. Yeah. So what happened there? <laughs> I guess I hope I guess she did. I'm sure she, that Dina went because we weren't at school together then. But I'm sure come <laughs> tomorrow musical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Dina's all, we have to give her credit. She's been like the biggest so I mean as a friend loyal supporter but musically too just like the best you have the best sister ever and you already know (laughs) (laughs) yep but um yeah it was like auditioning for the musical school musical and yeah and getting like a a a part and and realizing like oh yeah this I love this feeling I love I was shy though like maybe similarly to you it was like it wasn't like I was very outspoken in that way but it was when if, if I was a character and I had a costume and yeah and, you know staging and it was like I loved the prepping for a show and like being on a stage and yeah. I yeah this is what I want to do yeah that's so cool do you have you like done acting stuff since then no <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean only like myself like putting a wig on and um <laughs> my own characters but that is something that I always I had friends that were like you should we're doing like you know improv comedy classes and you should do it and and I know I've been told that it's like life-changing and so good for you to like come out of your shell and do stuff like that but I've never given put the time in but I I would I would really like to do to do that and to know like could I I don't I don't even know I don't know if it (laughs) I I bet you could (laughs) well I mean, I wonder, I guess, like, for me is, I think, why I like, um, I mean, I'm super shy in a lot of ways, but I think I need, like, uh, a lot of reassurance. And I think that, like, having people actually clap for you is, like, the best way to get, like, assurance, you know? So it's like, it mm-hmm. that works for me. Like, and I like being on stage with a group of people, but I don't think I... I've tried to do, I don't know, like cover nights where it's like, okay, Bonnie, come up on stage and sing. And I'm like, I just can't do that. Like, Even even now, I can't, I just can't do it. It's just too weird. But I wonder like what I like is when, like a good show is one that's an out of body experience where I don't feel or think about my body or it's just like this weird, like, I don't know. Yeah, like hypnotic thing that happens and I guess like what's what's a good show feel like for you Mm, that's a good way to to put it like outer body like yeah it's like the I kind of use every show for that like for like uh it's like a meditation or it's like this like I know what you mean like you can kind of I close my eyes a lot when I sing if not all the time (laughs) so yeah like whatever even what you visualize in your own head even like that whole thing where you can you can't even see the audience it's just 
white lights or, you know, darkness. So it's, that's, that's kind of stark contrast. And I feel like you can definitely have an experience where you're like floating above, you know, the music and like really in a really cool way, like appreciating who you are and who the musicians are that you're playing with and just like the time in your life or just thinking of the audience and like, what did, why, why are they here? And what did they, (laughs) you know, why, what did they do in their life to like, you know, make time to come here and like be, and want to have this experience and what can we do? Like just to be feeling really lucky as we're able to like create something that we can experience and that we can like offer to other people. And I know, I mean, I don't, I don't take any performance for granted at all, especially now that we're, well, now I, you're in your forties too, right? Or you're yeah. 40, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like, it's, it, it's different now than when you're a teenager and when you're 20, I think it's like, there's this, at least for me, there's just a sense of like, of appreciation and, and gratitude because you can't, you just, everything's so precious, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I guess like, um, I don't, I don't, I think like our, I mean, I don't know the path of a jazz musician. Can you talk about that? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's a path for any type of, it's not like every, you know, every blues band does this, every rock band does this, but I guess like out in a world like with just you and your voice like what does that look like and like what do you know do you meditate do you like what how do you do and how did you get to be you you know (laughs) I love that Um, (laughs) yeah I mean I'm I I guess I did fall into like a jazz category just going to school like studying that music and then kind of whenever I put out my own stuff it was always it's it has always been under that umbrella term but it's not not super traditional but I think it's still in that category so I think like the the types of um like the lifestyle is similar where it's you know it's a lot about put creating the music and putting out albums and then going out on tour um but it's not, you know, it's usually hotels, you know, decent hotels and, and (laughs) lights that are paid for. And, you know, it's not, um, it's not tour buses necessarily. I've done that a couple of times, but it's usually not, Um, you know, it's, it's like, you're kind of, you're, you're treated pretty well um, in that, in that sense. And it's a lot of festivals and like performance art, performing arts, um, centers and oh that's cool I mean clubs too but it's I've been on other tours where it was not in the jazz world and it was you know much more like um sleeping where you can <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and, where you can stuff. yeah that's so I mean that I forgot that that's that seems that like it's different yeah just being in a band like we'll open up for anyone yeah and that's good it's good for you for you <laughs> You know, it's, yeah. good. it's like paying your dues and it's a good feeling to have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But then I guess like, and I don't know, is, do you speak Portuguese? I I cannot really have a conversation at this point. I'm out of, I'm very rusty, but I did study it in college. Okay. And you, yeah. Can you talk about that? Cause that blew my mind, like singing in another language I was like wow and then sounds of that language are so cool uh can you talk about that 
Yeah, I, it's a beautiful language. I mean, it's, it's, um, it was like junior high, I guess. No, nah, yeah. Junior high, maybe the early, early, um, high school years where I got, I discovered bossa nova, I discovered, you know, that style of Brazilian music. And I, at first I just imitated it similar. Like you mentioned doing that. I, that's how I learned so many things of just like, I'm going to, I love this and I'm going to learn every little detail of, 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 of this. So I, I learned, um, there's a classic album. It's called Getz Gilberto. So it's Stan Getz and, and Joel Gilberto singing, um, playing Jobim <clears throat> very, in case people don't know, it's like a, Jobim's like the king of bossa nova like he wrote all this really beautiful music and joel gilberto is the a singer and guitar player so i just learned it and i didn't know what i was saying because it was in portuguese so i just oh. it, like phonetically i wrote yeah. if i could find those paper the way i wrote it would be hilarious i just <laughs> by ear and like wrote out and back then it was like you either had a cassette or well cds were around but it was like vinyl sometimes too it was like what I was listening to so it was like pick, stopping it getting picking up the needle we're going back to the beginning and like trying to document it and then I, I got together um with one of my best friends who I think I'm sure you've met him over the years Nicolau Nicolau Vergueiro he's Brazilian a beautiful artist and he was he's been my friend since junior high all the way till now um and he helped me actually like to kind of realize what I was saying and yeah and then yeah I just studied a, like a semester at UCLA when I was there um so I'm very rusty I'm not the I don't know why I'm not I wasn't the kind of person that was like just picked up the language and like practices it I really should but I can't but it, it's a weird thing maybe as a singer because we learned to imitate sound really early I was able to you know kind of hear the, the little that I know I'm able to sing in Portuguese and I always get help every time to make yeah. sure. Well, that's okay. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you think spoke to you about that? What do you think like spoke yeah. to you about that? I mean, I, I would, I would challenge, challenge is a funny word, but I would challenge like any listener who's listening to this to like find that album and put it on and see what it does to you. Cause I was, yeah like 13 years old and I was so that's pretty young to have like a really deep experience with bossa nova but I think that's what's so beautiful about that music it was just like it was understated and intimate and really intriguing but like so rich with with melody and harmony and, and texture um yeah yeah really no I love that record I guess I'm just uh it's interesting to me because like and not to be this doesn't make sense or sounds too weird. That's totally fine. But we just were putting out a record that's about um, it's like a record. I I went to this like healer lady and she said that I had been a jazz singer in a past life. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because I've just been like had this obsession with it, like because of you, but also just like ever since I was a real little kid. And I was like, starting to just think if something is part of you that doesn't make sense, like it could be a past life. So we made this record for our like future selves to listen to. Cause I thought if my, if I knew who I was in the past life, I could listen to my record. And I was like, that's so cool. So that's what our record is about. But I guess like, I feel like, yeah, sometimes if you're just super drawn to something that doesn't really make sense within the context of 
your family's history that it just maybe is a past life thing. Yeah, you should go to your healer. That sounds amazing. You should. <laughs> yeah, sounds- it's it is amazing. It's so like um the past life stuff being the almost smallest part of what I learned, but what what I did learn is like um and what she she just helps you like heal yourself um and she's really cool and I can send you her info yes. um, but uh yeah it's just like what it did was uh just like really reaffirm for me like there's so many things that um that are so important to me and I never really understood why and it just like these like when you you know, when you think of something or you have an idea and you're not too, totally sure, that's like, but when you have like a strong conviction, like that ha- usually has something to do with like your guides and things like that, or your past, just weird things where you're like, you know, when you, people are just obsessed with things that just are so outside of, doesn't mean you can't pick up stuff. Like um, I'm obsessed with like marine biology. And I think that's because I got to you know, take a class. But I think that there's also just stuff that's like, it's just who you are, uh, all you and who you will always be. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know, how, uh, your take on that stuff. Um, I mean, that, I'm open to any of that. So maybe there's some, yeah, I should see somebody and see what they tell me. That's yeah. so cool that a jazz singer in your past life. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird. She said that, uh, I, I lived or I was born in Chicago and lived in New Orleans. And I've been, I not anymore, but I was like hell bent on moving to New Orleans uh, in my twenties. I mean, I, you know, just these weird things where you're like, why, what is that from? Like, you know, or like, why is like Billie Holiday or Louis Armstrong so important to me? And it's like, it could be, or, you know, it could be anything. Um, But I guess, um, one, I don't know if this is, uh, you can refuse to answer, but do you like playing in front of your son or not playing in front of him? Oh, that's cute. Well, um, I do. That's a great question. There, I feel like there's, it, there's layers to it, or it's like, it, it's changed. It has changed and probably will change as he grows up. Right. That's um, fair. Cause he, when he was, of course, we were always like, you know, singing, when he was little, but there was definitely a time where he would not want me to (laughs) (laughs) really his, like his, a song that he wanted to, to sing, you know, like some kid's song that he, I can't think of it now, but like, if I would try to just like sing practice or, you know, (laughs) just be like, I'm going to sing one of my songs. He would be like, no, you know, no, 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 no. And then, and also I would take him on the few tours that I did when he was really little, I took, I took him with me and he was, you know, I'd be carrying him like really little and I'd have to do a sound check or, um, you know, I would be needed on a stage. And if he was, he he had to be like in another room. Um, If he saw me on the stage at the mic, he was, it was like, no, no, mama, mama. Like, Oh, wow. It was like, I was, the person that I was as a singer was different to him, I think, than me as his yeah. mom. And I and and then I feel like I I took that so that was so heavy to me that I was like, well, I'm not. Then I st- kind of stopped singing a lot around him unless it was like playful. 
but like this, that really serious mode and kind of like transformative place that I know you go into too, because I've heard it and seen it where we, you're singing and it's like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I think if you imagine your child seeing you like that, it'd be like, where do you go? Like, yeah, that's so like, interesting. I, I think it might have, it was just a really heavy for him. Like I would see him get it, like feeling like I could see him getting emotional when I'd sing or like it was too much. I was, it was too different. Um, but now that he's older, he's come on. He just did a tour with us on the, in the summer and he got up and sang. Oh. He's not shy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'll, he'll he'll you'll have to come to a he'll he's in the a choir that Silver Lake. Um, oh my God! So there'll be. Please a, let me go. I love kids choir. Yeah, it was so, so cute. Good. He had a solo and he just like sang his little heart out. It was cute. <laughs> he's. I think he's now he's like he's a part of it. And he even said to me, it was like so sweet and kind of heartbreaking. He was like, "Why don't you sing?" Like it was like singing with singing your real voice. He's like, "You have a beautiful voice. Sing in your real." <sighs> <laughs> oh my god what have I now I'm like what have I been doing Whoa. want me to and now you do so it's just like a funny realization of how kids obviously change and transform as you know so now I know like no it's not something to separate um yeah something to for him to see this love and this passion for both me and and Mark my husband his dad as a drummer it's like be a be a part of it and see that that's like something really awesome yeah, that's so cool. Does he like perf- does he ever play drums or like want to play drums at all? Yeah, I mean, he'll go and like sit sit at the at the drum set and like mess around and they'll do like have like studio time they call, you know, they'll go and like yeah. <laughs> um together. <laughs> yeah, he messes around. I mean, it's, I don't I think he was actually asked to like have lessons like from from Mark from his dad, which was so <laughs> Yeah, he's getting and we have we have a piano in the house so he kind of he'll like do stuff by ear like we're not like pushing lessons but he'll like he loves sonic so he'll like try to play like on (laughs) he'll find it on the piano and like that's so cool well i guess yeah yeah, that i mean it makes me wonder if if all kids for the most part are kind of trying to like constantly see like like if they're if they can get your attention like I I, I you know what I mean like because I feel like that way with not in a bad way but with Milo and Theo it's like whenever you're kind of focused on something else even if they don't want your attention they're just kind of like can I get it like what about you know like and then they'll just be like doing their own thing by themselves and you'll be like yeah. what are you doing what are you doing and it's like I think this weird thing with family where you're like, yeah. And especially when you're a baby, you're just like, um, excuse me. Yeah. I get (laughs) the attention. Like, why are you, you know, doing something else? But I guess that's really interesting. Can you, do you mind talking about, even though it's a little while ago, but I think some of my friends, um, recently have experienced like being pregnant on the road or having a baby on the road. Can you talk about like, I mean, that stuff is it, I think like, cause I, th- I think also a question is, um, that I feel like when it's not your life, <laughs> when it's other people, you're right. like, Oh, I, I, I'm, or if you're not a, I guess anyone is like, when is a good time to do this? And like, can you talk about just like, 
yeah. how a person decides their life or do you not decide it? <laughs> no, I, I think it's a little of both. I mean, yeah, I was, and I was a little bit older. I was 38 when I had my son. So definitely waited. That's like the early end of the, your end window kind of, yeah. of the end. <laughs> you know, um, but I, yeah, I mean, I think, right. It, I think it's, it can be something that you plan, but it can be something that's just like, this just happens. Um, you know, I feel like I've always been kind of a late bloomer with most everything. <laughs> it made, yeah. So it just kind of made sense, but it, and there's always a fear. Yeah. As a, as a, maybe as a woman, maybe either, you know, uh, you know, maybe not, but, uh, for, for just a parent to think that having a child will like totally alter your, it does alter your life, but change it so that you can't do what you love to yeah. do. It just, it just makes it so that it, 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 you have to balance it and you have to have figure out your, the, the priorities and, and, um, but it didn't, it just changed, it just changed things. It didn't make it you know, worse. It didn't, um, it made it so that I was more thoughtful about the music that I wanted to put out, you know, what's the meaning, the message behind the music, like how would I, how would my son thinking like, how will he's going to hear this? So what will he think of it? (laughs) Um, how could he relate to it? So it's kind of been, it's a beautiful thing in that sense. And then it's just, you know, you just need more help. I think if you're on the road, it's not like that was not easy, but, um, you know, I, I took a few tours and I, I had to, I needed help. So my mom actually came. Oh, that's so cool. Very sweet. Yeah. So she came for most of the shows. Cause Mark was doing his own stuff. Sometimes if Mark wasn't working, then he could come, but I need, you needed like another person to like, yeah. Sound check or no. definitely yeah. here be with this little baby while I do my thing. And, but, and even as a mom, you're still like, I'm in this artist world, but in the back of my head, like in between songs, I'd be like, Oh, is he okay? Like, I, what are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like second that you walk off stage and it's like, mama and you're back in that. It's right. two very different worlds. So I'm still learning how to, you know, make them, work but again he's as he's older it does work and it's actually really cool it's a cool existence I think to like see your parents do what they love to do you know it's so cool to see that your parents love something I think that that is the other people that love it you know like for him we try to explain that to him too just like look at all these people that are like here to experience this, this music too. And it's cool that we get to create it. And like, cause I can see that there's some part of him that I don't know, either as a hobby or maybe he'll pursue it. I can see there's some kind of artist thing going on, you know, in his. Yeah. Yeah. He's so cool. It's, it's it's very, so I think it's, it's all possible, but it, it does take some help and, um, it's, it does help a lot to talk to other parents, you know, who have, who are in it, who are doing it. Cause it's- yeah, well, you guys had like a ragtag crew at the Hollywood bowl. When I saw, I yeah. ran, I, uh, my friend took me to see a Mark's show and, uh, and you guys were there and it was like a whole crew of kids. Oh, yeah, was- I know. Right. <laughs> that was awesome. And that's kind of, yeah, you, ha- you get like, oh, we're going to go. And then our friends who have a similar age child, they'll be there too. So like the kids <laughs> around and we can like actually hang and watch the show. And 
you know, and it's, it's, it's just fun. And it's, you know, I just have one child. It would probably be very different if there was siblings and, you know, multiple. <laughs> it's just one you can, it's, it, it feels good to just, we're like, all right, we're going to give him this really unique um, life. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. If he can come not like, you don't want to take him out of school too much or at all, but if, if he can just come with us and experience it, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And I guess like uh, just, a, and maybe this is just like a selfish question just for me, nobody else, but like, do you, when you make your music before him or just like when you make art, do you worry about not like fans, but like anyone, you know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, do you worry about what people, you know, are going to think? I'm always thinking of what people will think and they, yeah, when certain people hear it. And I have, I have, I go through like many categories of people of like, (laughs) what's the the, like, you know, super fan going to think, or like, what's my past teacher going to think? Yeah. Yeah, like family or like, yeah. So there, I'm I'm always, I don't let it stop me from anything, but absolutely I'm always, sometimes I'll be listened to a track and be like, I'm going to pretend that I'm this person listening to this and what might they, you know, how might they react? So I don't know if yeah. I know. No, I'm just curious because I mean I think of your I mean I don't I don't think I met your dad but I know I've met your mom and I've always she's so cool and yeah. uh I don't know if my mom is gonna listen to this and I'm sorry I don't think she's going to but if she does but it's like we released a song this week that she was like I don't like that <laughs> and so I just like I it's been on my mind all week like you know, like, I think it's funny and I don't, it doesn't make me change it necessarily, but I think it took me longer to get to write a song. It's like a sad song. It took me a long time to get like the courage to kind of say something sad. Cause I, you know what I mean? I'm just kind of wondering like where other people are at or like, also, yeah. When I see people like super sexy, super naked, I'm like, do you, like, you don't care about your family you know, know. So- <laughs> yeah and then I feel like now that ship has sailed I'm like, I'm like almost 47 so it's like I mean I don't that doesn't matter but yeah I think it, to each their own but yes it does make you think as we get older maybe it's being a mom maybe it's just being I don't know what it is but I agree with you where it's like the, the to have the awareness of what um it's it's not even like let's it's not even a negative thing of like, what will, who cares what other people say, but it's kind of like knowing that there's, that there's a listener and taking (laughs) to consideration and like, yeah, but it's hard if like somebody gives you a critique like that, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, you have to kind of consider the source or think like, what is, what is it that she's reacting to, you know, um, you know, or what, what is it in her that doesn't, yeah, no, I, I know what she's trying to say. She doesn't want me to say things that are sad. And that's, that's I guess, what moms hey, are. It's, okay. to- yeah. it's fair, but it's funny because I realize, like, I don't, like, think in that way. I, I, have a, I have a very, like, boundaries up for, like, not upsetting people and mm-hmm. making sure I don't do anything that will, like, upset people uh that I don't want to upset but uh but it's just funny I was like oh do other people do that like you know like when they're just being their most self 
making their truest art stuff do they like have filters of like i just don't want to upset like my sister yeah (laughs) i mean maybe they do but then it seems like art there's plenty of artists that it's like oh like that's where the art the good art comes from is just open and exposed and but yeah Yeah. i don't know i'm i i have i i think the boundaries are and just awareness is healthy too yeah and then can you do you like do you have a daily I, I like to ask this of artists is like do you have a daily sort of practice or do you like when you're writing do you have a certain like what does your life look like in terms of being an artist well um <laughs> I'm a I'm an early bird these days I have to say and not just not even thinking of artist life but just like lifestyle like it's I'm it's very it's kind of related to me flashing on early times it's I'm still I still have like mom home life or, or at home and I'm a mom or on the road and it's just and like you know I'm not that role I'm still a mom but I don't have all those duties because I'm by myself so <laughs> I feel like when I'm home it's so much of I'm like I'm up I'm up at like 5 30 you know I'm like um, and you know, getting Marley ready for school, and then like doing some teaching during the while he's at school or whatever. And that's my time for myself to like work on some music. So it would be like that when knowing that that's my window, and then yeah. I pick him up. There's always uh, after school. There's some some activity of some kind, and <laughs> yeah, here we have three cats, so you gotta feed the kids. Oh, you do? <laughs> yes, we do. And, <laughs> and you? Have- so. What's that? wake me up if I'm not up by six like that's when they need to eat and so oh, yeah did you have cats as a kid oh yeah okay had- I kind of I remember that and being like that's so like we had a cute uh, farm a zoo we uh, we had always had like multiple cats and dogs okay uh, I remember that and thought that was so cool like 